Brian Breaker. You're a little whiny baby. Babe. Don't assume my gender. Friends since the seventh grade. Yeah. You're just a bitch with this phone. F you. Well, sort of. One professional wrestler and one rapper get together to talk movies, comics, video games, pro wrestling, and anything that makes you say WTF. Let's not talk about Bane's ooze. <laughs> Harry Potter erotica. Awesome in theory. Kind of a mess in practice. This is Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Oh, yeah. Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boy. Grab a monster, crack it open, let's go. It's time that we start the show, no hesitation, oh no. The most energetic podcast of all of the podcasts. So when you listen to the show, you know that it kicks ass. So when I smash on these cowards like Mario did to Bowser with the best thing you've been to suspend us on trousers. To all the haters, say howdy, make a believer from Dallas. Put in the stake in the shower, break up and bitch, power, power. Yeah, hello. Uh, hello, hello. Hello, hello. Welcome to the show, uh, yeah, hello, 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 welcome to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are Rolling Sound is another fantastic edition of Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. I am Brian Breaker, joining me as always... Big underscore Bane. What's going on, man? Do not a whole lot. So I'll tell you what's new with me. Guess what? I've been uh, binge watching. What have you been binge watching? I'm going to play the theme. Ready? The American Gladiators. You better believe it. So the first three seasons are on Pluto TV. Okay. And you stream them on the man. Dude, love that show. Hell yeah. Have you watched that at all recently? I have not. It's really fun. I have not. I remember. I don't remember what any of the game names are called, but I remember some of the games. Like I, the uh, where they shoot the little tennis balls at the players. Assault. Uh, so that was a fun game. So that's where they run base to base, yeah. and they they have like a different weapon to try to shoot a target. Yeah, yeah that was a, that was a cool game. What, um, what's funny about that game now is apparently that cannon that the gladiator had shoots about a hundred miles per hour. Oh God. Yeah, so think about a tennis ball hitting you. That would hurt. So it had to have been like a foam ball then, huh? I said it was a tennis ball. Was it? I mean, it's the 90s. I don't think they gave a shit. Yeah. But what's funny is it's so fast you can't see it on camera. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would hurt so bad. Gnarly. Um, then there was also like the, if I remember, they used soccer balls, but they put them in these little cylinder. Power ball. Yeah, that was a fun, fun little game too. Yes. And then obviously Joust. I remember Joust. Everybody, that's that's kind of like the go-to everybody remembers. Yeah. Um, um, there is one called, uh, that I, I didn't really remember until I watched it again. It's called Breakthrough and Conquer. Okay. And so you start, there's one gladiator, you're on, you're on like a, I don't know, 30 yards, however long, on a football field. Yeah. And you have to basically score a touchdown. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's part one. Then you get into a circle. Ooh, about to sneeze. Oh. <laughs> and you get to a circle, and you have to push a gladiator out of the circle, sumo wrestling style. Okay. I feel like I remember that. Yeah, that one's one. And then uh, Hang Tough, which is the rings. Yeah. <clears throat> the wall, where you basically climb up a wall, you get a 10-second head start. Yeah. Then the gladiator comes to pull you down. Yeah. That would be, I would be terrible at that one. 
Oh yeah. And also like, I would be really scared. Like as soon as the gladiator started climbing, just cause I know he's going to try to pull me down and that would just scare the hell out of me. Uh, atmosphere. That's another one. People remember you're in the big hamster balls. That was a cool one. Yeah. I what, that. What's funny watching it now. Um, because I didn't realize this then, but the women have a huge advantage on atmosphere mm-hmm. because that you have the, like these pods you had to go over. She had to go over this hump and land in the circle and had to stay there for like a second. Mm-hmm. And the gladiator, of course, would push you out. The guys had a really hard time because of their weight. If they're going too fast, they would get it and then go go over. Mm. The women had a much easier time getting it to stay because they were spot. so much lighter. But their disadvantage was hard for them to get it going to get out of that. Yeah. So it's very interesting how some of the events are, are a little bit different. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. But it's a really fun show. I, I know a while back we talked about apparently WWE was thinking about relaunching this. Yeah. Dude, I think that'd be a home run. Yeah, absolutely. And, and also, too, like, I mean, imagine if they used, like, some of the wrestlers as the gladiators. So I'm sure that's probably what they were thinking. I would imagine that was the plan. Um, But, like, I mean, that would give a lot of the guys who aren't on TV a lot something to do. Mm-hmm. And that would be great. Oh, and that was kind of my thought too. Like, how, how good would Shelton Benjamin be? Yeah, in there, you know, and he's not really doing much. That'd be something great for Jinder Mahal to do. I mean, because he's a big imposing guy. Yeah, Chad Gable as well. Otis, Otis would be great in that. Like, could you imagine trying to knock Otis off the joust? Yeah, like that's not gonna happen. Yeah, you could not do it. So yeah, they relaunched it in two thousand like eight, two thousand seven, two thousand eight. Hulk Hogan hosted it, right? Hulk Hogan hosted it, and and I think. I get like why they're like, oh, the Hulkster. That makes sense. But I think that was also kind of part of the problem. Yeah. Because that version wasn't bad. It just, it didn't really have the same feel as the original Gladiators. You know what I really liked? It was different, uh, but kind of a similar concept was the Titan games that The Rock had. Yeah. It was a little a little bit it was, similar. It didn't, to me, have the same feel though. Yeah. But I really enjoyed watching that. I thought that was fun. Is that over now? I'm pretty sure. I haven't heard nothing about it. Yeah. Actually, another show I really enjoyed was uh, Steve Austin's Broken Skull Challenge. Yeah, that was a fun one as well. That was kind of like, um, of course, there was no gladiators, but there was like against each other, but like, you know, these ranch style competitions. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. It's fun. It was a fun concept, yeah. you know? Like, it was like hillbilly. Well, like uh, having to like pick gladiators. up all this like junkyard stuff and put it in a wheelbarrow and like go across the finish line. It was just. How funny would it be if you just found out like, like Austin was just needing his ranch cleaned? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm just going to make a game out of it. <laughs> it's just such a goofy show like it was fun but it was just so like ridiculous too yeah. like we're gonna separate the boys from the badasses who can flip this tire fastest <laughs> you can get it over here to this barn yeah on the inside you gotta get on our put it up against the wall yeah and i don't know there were some fun concepts though like they had one where they had like this piece of rope it was like a circular piece of rope both your hands are on it and uh, basically, just got to wrestle it around, away from the other guy. Okay. I mean, it was pretty simple, but yeah. not easy, you know. Uh, then they had one that I always thought would be the hardest, where like each of you had a uh, strap on your ankle. Okay. And the key is you got to get the other person's off. Weird. So like you're basically wrestling around in this dirt pit. Yeah. Trying to get their like, so you got to protect your own, but also try to get his. Right. Not easy, you know. But then they they had I don't know, they had so many weird games. It was I like I like it was a fun like show that. though. Yeah, I I really enjoy game shows like that. And I feel like there's not enough good ones anymore. I remember one they had where it was like a sled, and they'd run all the way down, grab a small sandbag, mm-hmm. and throw it in the sled. Run back down and get a medium sandbag, put it in the sled, and then get a, like a huge sandbag, put it in the sled. 
run all the way back and they had to pull up like with a, like a rope yeah. all the way to the finish line. Yeah. And these are like, you know, uh, freaking athletes, like, uh, CrossFit athletes. And they're like, I'm <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just like, that just looks, it looks painful. Like gladiators always looked fun. Yeah. Looking at it now, I'm like, I could see like, this would be tough. Like the hand bike and all that, like oh, that would yeah. be rough, but yeah, that would it always seemed like fun. This just looks painful to me. Yeah. I think that might be the difference. I mean, it's kind of one of those things. Like, what would you do for money? You know? Well, what's funny is like gladiators, you know what the grand prize was? What? Like 10 grand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, was it like. Well, but oh. in the 90s, that was a good chunk. Yeah, but still, it's like. I'll be honest. I would. I, there's a lot I would probably still do for 10 grand right now. Sure. But yeah. I mean, it's, you would think, it's, this is a game show. Like, you'd think this would be like Price is Right's giving away cars, you know. Right. Back then, you know, all you have to do is, you know, get the guy to climb up the mountain yodeling. Yeah. This is. This. <laughs> No, you have to pay Powerball with Nitro and Gemini. This is, this is exercise. This is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun stuff. It's uh, you know, we were. It's weird though because that show. The only place <clears throat> I found it is uh, is Pluto TV. Okay, and and it's only the first three seasons. How many seasons did it run? It was like seven or eight. Really, it ran for a long time. Wow, from like the late eighties all the way up to like ninety six, ninety seven, and then of course the relaunch happened. I remember watching the relaunch somewhere online but i don't know where it's at because it only went for like two seasons yeah. but it was so goofy yeah like i remember the main guy on there his name was titan and they were doing a co-promotion with the incredible hulk movie so he came out all painted green okay and he was like going like Wah! and they put in like the hulk scream oh, God. it was just so, bad it, it was just so not good yeah. like it was like you could tell like whoever relaunched this didn't really get gladiators i don't think like the point yeah. of it like they're trying to make them all like characters and against like, no they're just athletes they just give them goofy names it's not really yeah i don't know it's kind of weird it is really weird but i'd like to see it come back i don't but again i don't i don't have a lot of faith that wwe would be able to like make that happen either oh no it would be just as campy and just as silly if wwe took over it but like sometimes especially when it's outside of like storyline aspects I, I enjoy campiness. Yeah. Like a lot of the original network shows I felt like were st stupid campy, but like, I love them. I love Battle Dome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that shit like, that was great. But like, I and just, it was super campy. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I feel like it could work being campy and being goofy, but like, it just has to be, it can't present itself as super cool. Like it needs to present itself. Like we're doing a super campy thing, mm -hmm. you know, it's like a very meta type of thing. Yeah, so what's funny about Battle Dome though is like they really yeah. dove into the characters. Yeah, and but their events were like that was when like Terry Crews was on, right? Yeah, yeah. Which what's funny is I heard him on an interview one time, and they brought that up, and he like totally did not sell that at all. Really, that must be like a black eye on his career. Like he doesn't want to think about it. Maybe I don't know, but that's the first time I ever saw him in. Yeah. That's, like to me, like when I saw him, like sharp showing up in movies. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's T money, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I still remember his little thing with WCW. I mean, like, yeah. he never actually wrestled, but like he was there. He was supposed to. Yeah, it was supposed to be him and Rick Steiner. Yeah, I mean, like that shit was cool to me. Oh yeah, dude that that made that made Battle Dome see legitimate. Yeah, at the time because I was like, oh damn, they're doing stuff on WCW. This is awesome, right? But I remember they had like this pyramid looking thing with like a platform up top. And the pyramid would spin. The platform would stay stationary, but the pyramid would spin. And, like, the guy's up there, and it was this Jamaican dude named Kuda who was just this freaking monster. Yeah. And you had to scale up this pyramid, get onto this small little platform that is probably no bigger than this table, and try to wrestle him down. Oh, God. 
yeah. And like you would just pick dudes up and just slam them. Oh, and then they would hit and then they roll all the way to the ground. I'm just right. like, this does not look pleasant yeah. at all. Wow. And like one dude ended up like dislocating his, his foot. Oh, God. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It was just, it was a very, it was a very, it was a very intense show, but then it was so campy. Yeah. That it's like you, it almost kind of under like it undermined the can like the intensity of the show right it, it was i don't know it's weird and gladiators i kind of felt like it was that way too yeah like, where it's so goofy sometimes you don't really realize like oh this would be like brutally tough yeah but yeah battle dome that's one of those weird ones that people don't really remember yeah and i don't really remember watching it like i might have seen like an episode or two it came on at like two in the morning yeah and so like i feel like the only thing of it that i remember was when they invaded wcw the bad part about it is at the very end, like they had, because again, the show didn't really know what it was. Like they were called the Battle Dome Warriors. Mm-hmm. They all had kind of a gimmick and they were competing against each other yeah. as were the contenders, which okay. that I think, because there was a Battle Dome belt. Yeah. And so like that, I think was part of the problem because the Battle Dome Warriors were competing for the belt and then the, uh, the uh, contenders were competing against each other. So after all the events, they just like, put them on a platform and they wrestled tried to like knock the guy off. Okay. I'm like, well, that's, I mean like the eliminator, that was fun, right? Like right. do something fun like that. And second season they did kickboxing to try to keep it more exciting for okay. the two contenders, but it's still, it's like if one guy doesn't know how to box. It's not going to be good. So, right. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Just that the appeal wore off quickly. Like you could tell they didn't really know what they were doing. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's one of those things, you know, it doesn't always work. Yeah. And, and you know, I mean, uh, you gotta, you gotta try shit out, I guess. But I remember creating all the battle dome warriors on WWF attitude. Really? <laughs> yes. Were you able to get them pretty close? No. I mean like outfit wise, it wasn't hard cause their outfits were so basic. Right. But, uh, as far as like faces and stuff, that was near, near impossible back then. Oh yeah. But like one guy was like a biker, so he's wearing like black jeans and a black vest. That's not hard. No. Yeah. The one guy was like the hillbilly, so he had like a flannel shirt and jeans. Yeah. T Money wore like, because he came out in the suit. Yep. But then he just wore like athletic shorts. Okay. I mean that's not hard. Yeah. So easy. like it wasn't hard to create them. But and then yeah. the one guy was like the golden boy. He wore like white, like kind of like biker trunks. Okay. And then white knee pads. So it's like a toga. Right. Not hard, you know. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It was a it was a fun show, man. I miss that. I miss that. I miss that goofiness of the '90s. Uh, yeah, there's a. I'm sure we'll look back in ten years on some goofy shows now. But yeah, but I feel like nowadays we're not seeing as much because of how we take in television. That's true. Right? You can't you can't accidentally stumble upon Battle Dome yeah. as easy as you could back then. I wish you could. I, I know. I, I think Netflix tries that with like the. Like the new stuff will kind of start previewing while you're scrolling, <laughs> yeah. right? But it's not the same. And I've yeah. I've seen more game shows pop up on there recently. Have you? I th- I think their their service must work on an algorithm because I never see anything about game shows. Could be. I don't know. Like it probably just knows that you've watched. I haven't though. Really? I haven't watched that many game shows. I'll be damned. Yeah, but I saw a couple pop up. I did uh, actually all of them. When they all popped up. I was going through them, and I saw that they have a documentary called like the 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 perfect bid and it's this documentary on this guy who was Price on, is right right have you seen that one oh yeah and like he had everything that's nuts right yeah that's a, that's a lot of effort and I guess they had to change how they did I can't remember now it's been so long since I've seen it but they had to like change like how they did bids or 
something. Well, and they even said like they would if they put a car on, they do different options because that changes yeah. the retail price. They, that's what it was, yeah. And they were like literally just to fool people like you. But I'm yeah. like, who? Even if you did write all that down, like how could you remember it all? Yeah, that's the thing. Like in a mana stove, this color, this model costs this much. Like how could you remember that? Like yeah. that's nuts to I, me. I feel like that's a lot of useless information. Oh, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> and like you had it all in spreadsheets and stuff. Right. And this is the 90s. We're not looking at like computer spreadsheets, right? right? Like this is like a totally different thing. Now I feel like AI could just tell you how to do it. Well, right. Like yeah. they'd probably tell you like the best. Thing. Actually, have you seen the new thing on TikTok where they do AI and they are able to make um, like fake shoot interviews? Fake what? Like shoot interviews. Really? Like they did one of like CM Punk. Yeah. And it's like he's doing an interview and he basically is like talking about all out, like what happened. Huh. And I was like, holy shit, when did this happen? And then, and then it starts getting like really ridiculous. Yeah. And you realize like, oh, this is AI. But like, it's convincing. Yeah. Very strange. I know I've seen some. That's like Terminator 2 strange. I, I know I saw one where it was like, it was like president biden and president trump doing a standoff just talking shit to each other right it's like, the same thing but it's it, but, but it looks so real and i was like oh okay and you start off for a second you're like oh my god like is this like legit yeah but all this is for laughs but you start saying the wrong thing like you get people like fired and shit dude would well, yeah that could easily be manipulated into something that's dangerous oh yeah yeah that was my first thought because like this was done as a joke and i'm like but at first, you kind of start thinking like, oh, because, you know, CM Punk's got a very specific voice. Right. It's pretty easily recognizable. Right. And there was someone else they did one with that type of voice. And I was just like, oh, shit. And yeah. like, it seems like it's legit, but it's not. Yeah. I don't know. Very dangerous. Well, and think about how good that technology is now. Think about how good it'll be in 10 years. Yeah, I know. And that's, that's to me, what is a little frightening about it. Speaking of technology, have we talked about iPhone is going to get rid of the iPhone? I did not know that. Yeah, so like <clears throat> I I ran across a video just a couple of days ago saying that like I think the rumor is that the iPhone 15 is supposed to be the last iPhone. Oh wow. I don't know if that will actually happen or not because their plan is to move to um glasses. And it be like an augmented reality thing. And that won't work. That's kind of what I think too, but I, I thought the video was fake when I first saw it. So I, I text my brother cause he's way more like, that seems like an FTS to me though. He's, like, he's way more on the edge of a uh, technology than I am. And like he, he said like, they've been talking about that for a long time. I don't think it'll happen the way it's going to happen. I could see them making glasses, but I don't think they're going to get rid of a phone. I think, well, cause the glasses is supposed to be the phone. Like, yeah, but like, like what they're but like, what if you're driving? You I, th I think that's where it's going to be one of those things. Like now, have you ever uh, been in a passenger seat or even been driving and something said like driving detected, like it won't let you use an app or something like that. If your car's moving. No, I've never had that. There's, um, but I don't connect my phone to my car. Well, but like, like there's been, um, when, when Pokemon go first came out, mm. I was playing that and like my wife would be driving and I'd be playing that. Well, like as soon as we take off, it wouldn't let me play because I get that because that's, that's a game people get and I, sucked into. Well, and I think, I think that's the type of technology that the, the glasses would have is it just wouldn't display anything while you're driving, while you're in motion. 
Um, because it, but it what couldn't. If, but what if it glitches, right? Like it's technology. Right. These phones don't last that long and they start turning to shit. Like yeah. that, it, to me, it's kind of like NFTs. Like why would anyone buy an NFT? Like what, what's, what's the point of buying digital bullshit? Yeah. Hanging your digital house. That makes zero sense to me. I think it's one of those things where. They get celebrities involved. Like, so it seems like it's a, it's a good idea, but it's stupid. Like when the iPhone first came out, a lot of people thought that was stupid too. Mm. Um, Same with the iPad. Right. Because a lot of people are like, well, I'm going to take that to the gym. Right. And so, so it's like a computer. I think it's one of those things where like, it might seem stupid now, but maybe five, 10 years down the road, like that might just be how we do things. Because I saw like what it's supposed to do and what like it's supposed to, how it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be like all encompassing, like augmented reality. Everything's right in front of your face. You can like use your finger to like do stuff, but it's just seeing through your glasses. And so like it visually looks amazing, but the functionality, functionality of it doesn't really make sense to me just yet. And like another thought that came into my head is like, I wear glasses. So right. Does that you mean have to get a prescription to, iPhone glasses? Right. Am I going to have to spend more money on a prescription, like another yeah. hundred, two bucks, two hundred bucks? Is it going to Mick Foley's going to be pissed? Right. Or is it going to be like he one doesn't of those have an things, ear? He can't wear glasses. Right. Yeah. I mean, is it also going to be one of those things where like it it doesn't let me use certain features unless I go renew my prescription? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like right. right now I haven't had a new eyeglass prescription in like three years. Right. And so it's there's just a lot of it that doesn't really make sense to me. I feel like it's probably I think what's probably going to end up happening. It's got, it, I could see it being a companion piece, but it's kind of like you don't like you were in an Apple watch. But right. You wouldn't wear that and not use a phone. Right. Because it doesn't have the same functions. Like I, I think. Well, and but see, but that's just it is like the glasses are supposed to be able to have all the functions like the the mock-up that I saw of what it's going to eventually look like is like it even in the glass. And I thought this is a terrible idea too. the camera, like in the glasses. And I'm like, that's horrible because think of all the people who could just like randomly take videos of women. Absolutely. Like while they're walking behind them or even in front of them. You know what I mean? Like that's probably not a good idea. I, I see on TikTok all the time, all the people that get in trouble filming in Walmart and stuff mm-hmm. and, and doing stuff they're not supposed to be doing like that's, that's only going to get worse. Right. So, yeah. And so I just, there's certain, like I do, I, that's okay, what but also too, like my job's like, Hey, can't have your phone. Right. They're not going to, sorry, they're on my face. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not going to like, yeah. And, and also, um, but like my brother did say like, it's probably going to be a companion piece at first because like the initial concept is going to be really clunky. It's mm-hmm. not going to be good. So it probably will be a companion piece, but like eventually that's what they're trying to move towards is that. And like, I don't know, man, like, I don't know how I feel about it because also another thing too is like, let's say if you're just out and about, like, is there going to be like, how do you change to sunglasses? You know what I mean? If you want to wear sunglasses. Well, if it's, if they're that smart, they would do it themselves. Right. right? And, and also like another thing too, like, how is it going to be as far as getting them wet? Okay, well, also, too, like, what if you're driving and one thing we all use our phone for is a GPS. Right. Right. And then, you know, actual, like, Garmin's, like, those are a thing of the past now. So, like, you have, like, your left eye has got the, the map and the right eye is the road. Like, it It might be. It honestly might be something where, like, it just, like, in, like, the corner of your vision, it, maybe it has, like, a little but that's map so, display. That's so dangerous, though. Yeah, it's weird. Like, it's weird to think about. Like, I, I don't know. Like, it's something, like. 
I've seen so much technology though that doesn't last. Oh yeah, and this will be that. I oh think. yeah. I well, I think it would be. I and again, I don't know because like, I feel like we're getting to that age where technology is kind of surpassing us a little bit, and we're play, having to play catch up. Right, but it's also that thing of like, just because you can make a pair of like AI glasses, mm-hmm. do you need that? No, no. But like, if that's but like, let's say like. But the thing is, if Apple's like decide, hey, we're not doing the iPhone anymore. Now you have these glasses. Mm-hmm. People are just going to go to the company that makes the best smartphone. That's what I was about to say. What if Samsung does the same thing? What if Motorola does the same thing? What if? But know, why would all, they? When it's a terrible idea. But what if they don't think it's a terrible idea? Like that's what I'm saying. Like this could be what everybody goes to. I don't think it will be. I hope not because I don't like the idea either. But yeah. at the same time, like what I was saying a minute ago, like technology is kind of surpassing us right now. Right. But at the same time, it's it's a pair of glasses. Like mm-hmm. it, there's so like you can't. But it's also hands free. Right. But imagine like if you're driving and there's a little dot in your glasses, that's so distracting. Mm-hmm. Right. Like. Yeah. If there's videos and a text comes up and all of a sudden it's on your, I mean, like it's the likelihood of this being a smart decision yeah. is very, very slim. To oh, me. yeah. Yeah. I think there would be for sure have to be some bugs that they'd have to work out and things that they would have to make sure didn't happen. What if you don't have a, what if you only have like one eye? Yeah. Then what? Probably shouldn't be driving. No, for sure. <laughs> for sure not. But you, but you don't have to be driving right. with one eye. But yeah. how are you going to use? iPhone glasses. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they would have like a way to set it up. I'm me, sure, you know? but it just it just seems like a bad, dumb idea. Yeah, but, but we'll see. We'll see yeah, I just thought that was a thought that was kind of an interesting thing. Um, Rick, I've been dying to bring this up. Doritos has a brand new chip, the barbecue flavor. Oh, they suck. You've had them. I had them. Yeah, didn't like them. You're wrong. They were not good. You, they were. They were fantastic. They were the worst Dorito I've ever had in my life. You were lying. I swear to you, I had them at work. Um, got I bought them, and uh, it's like the sweet or tangy barbecue. Sweet tangy, yep. And the guy was like, "Oh man, they're not very good." And I'm like, oh, "I already bought them." Well, I like barbecue, I like Doritos. Something about those two combinations together, it just did not hit right. I loved it. I went through I was, a whole bag in about three days. I was not a fan. I freaking love it. I, I think it's like probably my second favorite barbecue chip. See, barbecue and tortilla doesn't really go as well together to me. Yeah, but they do to me. Have you ever had a barbecue chicken taco? Yeah, I have. And those, oh, and oh my God. I, I used to love getting barbecue at Freebirds from yeah. a burrito bowl. Oh, yeah. So good. But I don't know. There's something about that that just didn't really hit. Like, the, my first initial taste of it, I thought I didn't like it because it had like a, kind of an overbearing smoky taste to it. So, and I ate the whole bag. I'm not saying I didn't eat them or right. they weren't edible. I just was like... I would never get these over like nacho cheese. Right. I, I, I mean, I can I can see how somebody would think that. I would, but I'm also like a barbecue fanatic. Like, yeah. I could eat barbecue for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. But see, that's see, I've never actually been. My dad loves barbecue potato chips. Mm-hmm. I've never been a fan of those either. To me, like, if I want barbecue, I want like real barbecue. Yeah, I want the I want the you know all the brats, the yeah. chicken, all that good barbecue bologna. I want all that stuff. Yeah. So, I don't know, the flavor doesn't do as much for me by itself. I can see that. For me, I love that. Like, I I would rank that probably number two, my favorite Doritos. Really? Yeah. What's your number one? Cool Ranch. See, I don't even like Cool Ranch as good as Nacho Cheese. See, Nacho Cheese, to me, has, like, a distinct taste that's, like, a little weird. Yeah, I get that. 
but it's still like it ranks number three. And then remember the pizza ones? No, they used to have pizza and taco back in the day. Oh man, they were so good. I think they still have the taco flavor. I don't see it as much. Yeah, but I think they still have it. Um, maybe maybe I'm lying, but I, spicy spicy nacho. nacho. Those are those you don't see those right. as much anymore. But they also have the spicy chili or whatever. I don't know if I've had those. Or what is it? Spicy chili? What is it? I can't remember. Um, What's funny, though? It's like in the purple bag. I can't remember what that is. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, those are really good. Have you noticed how, like, when you get a bag of those chips, like, how few chips you actually get in there? Yeah. Isn't that nuts? Like, yeah. It's like, this is like a bag of air and some chips. I think what I really enjoyed about the, the Doritos barbecue over, like, any other barbecue chip I've had is how well seasoned every one of those chips were. And that's something that like Doritos does not get enough credit for because they coat those chips so damn well. Like every flavor they have is like heavily seasoned. And I love it. Whereas like you you get Lay's and it's like, they'll have like a little strip that's, you know, seasoned and everything else is just a plain chip. Like Pringles. Yeah. Doritos is like dusted. I like it. Some some of them are. Some yeah. of them are like like you never know. Well, like every bag that like every chip in that barbecue bag, it was like dusted, dusted. Yeah, they were very dusted. I will yeah. give you that. But I just I didn't. I, I don't know. They still didn't quite it's hit it for me. Same with. Uh, but even same with like their nacho cheese. Like I've never found a a yellow, plain, damn near plain corn chip in those nacho cheese. They've always been oranges. F. Yeah, but there's some that are more than others, right? Right. Right. Now, how, how crazy would it be if they made that barbecue into a Doritos Locos taco? That's what I was aiming towards, and then you just were like, F you in your barbecue chips. I didn't. Um, I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, I, I, even, I even tweeted out to Doritos, and I think they just ignored it, them and Taco Bell both, um, but they need to make— Your tweets get ignored by people that matter, I've noticed. Yeah, and, you know, that's a shame. That's a damn shame, because I got great <laughs> ideas, Breaker. I got great ideas. Um but I, I tweeted out to them and Taco Bell that like they need to make a shredded barbecue chicken taco with that barbecue shell, and that would be incredible. Hey, I mean, I hope it makes you happy. Doesn't do nothing for me, but I hope it makes you happy. I, I think it would be good. I mean, if they had that as a taco, I still miss the Cool Ranch taco. Do they not have that anymore? No, they got rid of that. And like the, the nacho cheese is the only one. And like that's like again. Now that's third on my list of favorite Doritos. Well, so that that shows right there that your opinion is not popular opinion. Maybe. But right, because like, they wouldn't got rid of it if it was number one. It I'm, was obviously like not the hottest seller. Yeah, but I also wasn't eating at Taco Bell a whole lot then. Sure. You know. Um, well, I don't think your taco buying is putting it over the edge, though. That's what I'm saying. No, it's not. But, like, I mean... Like, I mean, I can't really have it. I couldn't have an argument. You know, I'm like, damn, I buy these all the time. That sucks. They're going away. Right. You know what I mean? Because, like, I wasn't buying them. But I'm just saying the majority of people were probably buying the nacho cheese more. Mm-hmm. So they were like, well, let's get rid of that. Yeah. Let's do the nacho cheese. I'll be honest, though. I don't think those tacos are all that great. They're good. They're not the best. All right. They're fine. There's a, there's ones you can buy that are uh, from the store. I think it's like Ortega or whatever. Maybe. I, love, I love Ortega taco sauce. Yeah, but they, they make the... The shells, like the nacho cheese shells. Brilliant. But like they actually have a flat bottom, so you can just set them and like fill it up without having to hold it. It's genius. Oh, yeah. Like I I don't know where that didn't, like how did that not come 
way before. Right. And and they those shells to me actually taste better than the Taco Bell ones. I agree with that. Because they're like heavily, like a little bit better seasoned. And Taco Bell ones are always broken. Yeah, Taco Bell, like there's, I I still stand by my statement. They're like just consistently mediocre. Like there's, like their food is good, but it's not like, oh man. Like, you know what I mean? Like I'm not going to freaking just dream about it the next day. You know what I mean? Well, I think we're probably in the minority there because so many people don't have other options, but we always had Taco Bueno. Yeah. And now Taco Bueno is such shit that no one really goes there anymore. I haven't been there in so long. <coughs> Taco Bell's like all we got left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's actually a Del Taco in Tulsa. I've never been there, though. Yeah. I don't know if it's any good. It's all right. Is it pretty good? You've been there? It's all right. Like, it's... How would you rank it next to Taco Bell? Oh. Uh, is it the same type of food? No. It, they See, got I always a, thought Taco Mayo was really good. I love Taco Mayo. I, I thought Taco Mayo had... Felt even more fresh than Taco Bueno. Oh yeah, like it was just really in their queso was like so good. It was just like there. I know there was one by your house at one point, but yeah. there was never any close, and so I just never really went there. But I always liked it. They had a um, queso burrito oh, yeah. that like it was like just a burrito, but they just smothered it. It was almost like an enchilada, basically. They just smothered it in queso. Oh my god, it was so good. Freaking loved it. Um, but <laughs> I'm I there's still a Taco Mayo like not too far from where I work. Oh really? Yeah. Um, so maybe once we actually like start parking our trucks over there again, maybe I might think about stopping there, but, um, get you a queso burrito. Yeah. I thought all the taco miles were gone. Yeah. I think that's the, I think that's the last one left. Last but, one left. But yeah. It, I don't know, man. I think that that was, that was kind of a bummer that that shut down, but you know, it is what it is. Well, I think that's the, uh, that's the thing though. Like restaurants come and go, unfortunately, like, you remember the restaurant Grandy's? Grandy's? Grandy's. Uh-uh. It was they advertised all the time. Their whole slogan was fast food that doesn't taste fast. And it's like we I never remember eating there, but I see I remember their ads all the time. Yeah. And it's weird how like just some restaurants just go and they're like never to be seen again. Oh right? yeah. You know, like it's what's well, like I think it's Shoney's. I know they still have those. Yeah, but not as many. But they like well, we haven't had one here since I was a kid. Right. And they still have some in Missouri, and they do like the uh, breakfast buffet, mm-hmm. and that's like really good. But yeah, it's I don't know. It's one of those things where you, after a while, you're kind of like, yeah, that's it's fine. It's nothing, right? Like when we would go to Missouri for vacation, they had a Shoney's there, and we thought about getting breakfast, but all the um, hotels we stay at offer a complimentary breakfast. Yeah, and it's usually like eggs and biscuits and gravy, and you know things like that, and. I think they have waffles that you can make. So it's like, yeah, I'm sure they have more stuff there, but is it worth paying what, 10, 12 bucks a plate when you can get this for free? Right. Like it's not, a, that's a no brainer. So, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, Shoney's, um, they're actually in Missouri right next to where the Shoney's was in Branson. They used to have a TCBY. I don't uh, think I ever, ever eaten one of those. Dude, white chocolate mousse. Yeah. Unbelievable. Damn. If you like uh, kind of like frozen yogurt soft serve, but it was a fantastic. You okay. would never like it. I know that's all like can't believe it's yogurt or whatever. Yeah. But it, it was literally like it tasted like just straight up ice cream. Well, damn. Yeah. So sad that that's gone. We used to have one at the mall. It's no longer there. I feel like I remember that. I just I don't remember eating it. Yeah. It's unfortunate. It, it was, was a frozen yogurt place. Yep. Huh. Soft serve frozen yogurt, which that to me, like soft serve never really felt like frozen yogurt ever. It always felt like ice cream. Yeah. It's one of those things you, like, you would never really know until like someone told you, but it, yeah, it was so good. Have you, uh, 
we got this little place in town called the Big Dipper. Have you eaten there yet? Oh yeah. Is that is that good? Yeah, it's very good actually. So my my sister knows the people that own it. Well, it's it's somebody who was younger than us, but we went to school with them, right? Right, yeah. right. My she was closer to my sister's age, but yeah. um, every now and then she'll take the kids mm-hmm. to get ice cream there. And uh, I went a couple of weeks ago. Actually, yeah. I've been there like three or four times. Pretty good. But it's actually very good. I mean, it's it's one of those weird things though. Like, and you'll probably get this. Like our town, it seems like they don't support anything in our town mm-hmm. because it's like so. Sm- it's not small, but it's like we've never had anything here, right? right? And so. My mind says when I moved back to this town, I was like, I wanted to try to support it and yep. eat here and go to the stores here and stuff. But there's like very little here. So it's like you kind of forget about it, I guess. Yep. But but no, it's yeah, the Big Dipper is great. Well, if I remember right, um, the girl who owns it, her dad owns like one of the staple restaurants of this town, right? He used to. He used to. Yeah. And so... Um, but so she's got like the restaurant background that, and I think everybody, if, if everybody knows who she is and they probably just want to support her because of who she is too. I used to have a crush on her in school. Yeah. She's a very attractive girl. Oh, yeah. 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 She really is. Um, but yeah, I can't remember how she was like one or two, was she two years, two, years, two years younger. I think. Yeah. 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 She was always a cute girl. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's a good place. There's actually a little, uh, Boulder coffee right next door. It's kind of a little coffee shop. Oh, where's that at? Right next door to the big dipper. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I've never, I've never even noticed it. Yeah, and that's kind of actually kind of a cool place. They have like board games and stuff. Like, nice. if you wanted to sit down and like, I don't know. I've never been a coffee shop guy. I know that was kind of became popular with friends. You know, like people right. just hang out in a coffee shop. I have always kind of been of like, if I was going to go in there, coffee to go. Yeah, I'm not. You know what I mean? Like, I've never been a sit down like read the newspaper and drink my coffee type of guy. If I, I remember. When that was like super trendy, I used to do that. And like, uh, we had a, we have a place that's still there called Shades of Brown, uh, which is I've always thought was such a gross name. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like doo doo, really, right? It, it sounds so gross. But like, um, I used to back when that was like a super trendy thing. I would like to do that. But now thinking of doing that just seems so awkward. Unless you're with a group of people and you guys just want to sit down and chat for a little bit. Yeah. Like, well, but I mean. Even if you did do it, you wouldn't do it like every day like they did on that show. No, hell no. That wouldn't be like, hey, let's go hang out at Shades of Brown. You know, like, you know, that's, that's not, I don't know. It doesn't, doesn't seem like it makes sense, but yeah. I don't know, but I, I used to do that by myself when I was in my early 20s too. I've actually had a couple of Starbucks dates. Okay. And um, never, it was never like my choice, but mm-hmm. I've had a couple of girls, well, let's just go get a coffee. I was always all for it because most you're going to spend like 10 bucks. Right. So super cheap. And, and honestly, it was like, it's enough of a comfortable setting where you can just sit there and drink your coffee and you can't drink coffee real fast because it's hot because it's hot as hell. Unless I guess you get an iced coffee, which I've never liked iced coffee. Yeah. But if they make it right, it's okay. I just, it's something about the, I don't know, even if coffee is like room temperature it grosses me out. Yeah. So uh, you sit there and you just drink your coffee and it's, you know. And, and I've had a couple that were really good, so it was, it was fine. But yeah. um, So I think it's good in that regard, but I think just going by yourself might be kind of weird, I guess. Like, I couldn't imagine going in there and, like, hey, let's play Mousetrap. You know, I don't know. That just seems odd to me. Well, yeah, because it's like the community games or whatever. Yeah, that would be really weird. But I get why they have them, because it's like, oh, check out what they have here. Like, you can sit there and drink your coffee and play a game or whatever, or read a book or whatever it is. It's very much a young person's hangout. Yeah. You know, um, your brother works at a coffee place, doesn't he? Or he used to? Yeah, I think he still does. I think he's waiting, hoping that he can get a, get a marketing job. But uh, at the moment, he's still working there. It's like one of the, 
it's weird because is it a coffee shop type place it's a coffee shop but it's underground like it's really weird uh you wouldn't even know it's there oh very trendy um yeah it's like there's a brewery downtown and it's underneath the brewery weird not connected to the brewery not the same owner nothing but it's underneath the brewery hmm. and it's really weird um it's a nice place like yeah. the coffee's really good there it's a little bit too strong for me like you know coffee and i know you're not a big coffee guy but like if you ever had coffee that's too strong it's super bitter yeah and that's how like most of their coffee is it's really bitter so i thought like, starbucks is really strong Starbucks is way too strong. I think that's why I like Dutch Brothers because it's not that like it's strong, but it's not that strong. Yeah, and to where it's like bitter and gross. Well, and also too, if you go to Starbucks and you say root for cream, they give you like maybe a half an inch. That's not much room. <laughs> like it's, I need enough cream to walk on it. <laughs> right. Like, it's like, oh, done. Okay. Yeah. It's still dark. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. I don't know, but I, again, I've never. Like Dutch Brothers, I think, is kind of the way to do it, where it's like a drive-through. There's a couple tables outside, but, like, it's not really like a... Yeah, you can't sit inside their place. Yeah. yeah. But really, we're seeing that more and more with places where it's kind of like that new Schlotzky's is drive-through only. Yeah. Um, do you think that might be a trend we see moving forward? I think I think that's a post-COVID trend that's yeah. happening. And, I, like, I'm, I'm kind of cool with it because, I mean, like especially the fast food places. Like, why do you, like, I don't see a need to go in and eat there. The only need you would have is if it's like on the way to something. Maybe if you're, if you're needing to eat on the go, but then right. again, Schlotzky's is not a sandwich I'd get if I was eating on the go. Cause Hell it's, no. it's going to be messy. So, and I don't even get the sandwich there. I get like their little flatbread pizza. Is that good? Oh, the barbecue chicken flatbread. You need to get you a, Shut your a, face. a beef bacon, smoked cheesy life-changingly good. That was a good. Oh God. Yeah. It's so good. It's expensive, but it's good. Yeah. There was something else I used to get there too. It's been a long time since I've eaten there, but they, they're, they're pretty good. So they used to have one where I used to live mm-hmm. uh, just down the street. And so that's the first time I'd ever really tried it. Didn't really know what to get. I'm like, yeah, I'll try that beef bacon smoked cheesy. They actually have it now where you, it's called a smoked cheesy and get like beef, chicken, whatever. But at the time it was just beef. Yeah. They put this like um, some type of mayo on there. Mm-hmm. I'm not a mayo guy. But, dude, it is so good. It's like a jalapeno or chipotle mayo or something. Dude, okay. Unbelievable. The taste is so good. Are you a McAllister's guy? I've only been there a few times. Uh, I've never hated it, but I wouldn't even remember what I ordered. So, and you probably hate this, but, like, they have this um, roast beef sandwich that has horseradish on it. Mm. And I don't know if I'd be into horseradish. Dude, it clears your sinuses out and I bet. gives you the nose tickles the nose tickles <laughs> and huh? i love it <laughs> take a, a bite of that. likes the nose tickles you take a bite of that gives you the gives you the little funny feeling up there in your in your sinuses and oh my god i just it i like the taste of horseradish but like it does it gets gets you in the sinuses oh wow interesting it's crazy um but it to me it's a good it's a hot sandwich but it's yeah. a really good sandwich I, I always get that every time i go off the off the try it i have not tried that before though. you might not like horseradish i mean if you ever had arby's horsey sauce it's pretty similar to that i think i've had i think horseradish is in shrimp sauce yes it's so part, I, yeah. i've had that but i don't think i've had it by itself yeah it's well a lot of that spice that's in shrimp sauce is is what horseradish tastes like so i think if i remember right when we worked at chili's when I worked at Chili's, we had like a they had a fried shrimp basket at one point, mm-hmm. and I think they served it with uh, I can't remember, but it wasn't shrimp sauce. Yeah, and guess what? Every person asked for shrimp sauce. Yeah, and we didn't have any. And then someone's like, "Just 
horseradish and ketchup. Yeah. Like, oh. And so we just started making it. Yeah. I mean, in the real the real version of it's a little bit different. Worcestershire also. Yeah, there's a couple other things in there, but like the quick, easy horseradish ketchup. Yeah. Okay. I think a shot of Worcestershire or whatever that yeah. shit's called. But yeah, but that was basically it. So I don't know. Just one of those things where um, it's, you know, I like trying places like that, but then at the same time, like a Schlotzky sandwich is like seventeen dollars. Yeah, it's not a it's not an everyday type of meal. For no, sure. it's not. It's expensive, and food's so expensive right now. Yeah, that it's uh, in fact, actually, I, I won't go into details, but there was a, a situation the other night where, like, we were all trying to like my family was all trying to agree on where to eat, and someone's like, "Well, I want to go somewhere cheap." Mm-hmm. Okay, well, what's cheap? Yeah, like def- I mean, like if you were to def- what's a cheap meal? To me, the only place that still seems cheap to me is McDonald's. Yeah. Like, everywhere else kind of seems pricey. Dude, and that's kind of been my thing. It's like, okay, well, what's cheap? Like, yeah. if, you're, if you're talking sit-down restaurant, well, there is none. Yeah. Like, if you're, I mean, me personally, by myself, if I'm spending less than $20, mm-hmm. I feel like that's a pretty good deal. Yeah. Because that's basically, like, the cheapest I'm going to find. Yeah. Now, granted, I can go to some place and get like a you know cheeseburger maybe for ten, mm-hmm. but that's few and far between. Dude, I still talk to uh, my wife every now and then about how in high school we used to do that all you can eat barbecue buffet for five fifty. Five bucks. Yeah, and it's like you couldn't get close to that right now. I remember my dad would give me thirty dollars for lunch money, mm-hmm. and that lasted me all week. Yeah, and now that's like two days, maybe, maybe. Well, granted, a lot of those places cut us deals being high school kids, but we'd go to Wendy's. We, I'd get like three junior bacon cheeseburgers for what, a dollar each? Yeah. yeah. A drink and fries, five bucks. I mean, Little Caesars had that big hunk of pizza, like a thing of crazy bread and a drink for five bucks. Mm-hmm. I mean, or the two pan pizzas. Yeah. And the crazy bread. And it was like the mini crazy bread. Yeah. And I mean, like, there were so many places that had meal deals like that for $5 or five fifty. I think the most expensive place at that time was Pizza Hut's Buffet. And it was like six, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And it's like. Mazio's had one too, I think. Yeah. And it's like, but that to me is still such a good deal. And you can't find that anywhere. Taco Bueno was cheap, but it was so close that it was hard to get there in and out. It was usually like, it busy, was usually, busy, busy. yeah, was super busy, but it was also like you could. Get in there, I think a little under five dollars, right? Because burritos were like eighty cents, yeah, right, eighty nine like, cents maybe. Like, because I, I think I used to either get the Mexi dips and chips or that number one combo, and back then it was like after tax, like four eighty something or something like right. that. Yeah, it was a different time for sure, and I and I get everything's more expensive now, but yeah, it was tough, and and I couldn't imagine trying to budget food money now. But now, now that same meal is like twelve. Oh yeah, you know, it's oh yeah, crazy. Well, and like uh, we used to go to Chili's a lot. Because Chili's has this ten dollar meal deal. Mm-hmm. There's a drink, a bowl of soup, or chips and salsa, and a, and a and an entree from like the specific menu of like seven or eight things. Ten dollars. You can't find that anywhere else. So yeah. we get went there a lot because it's a good deal. They also had a two for twenty five or whatever. It was like, you know, an appetizer, two meals, whatever. That's basically gone now, and they have a version of it, but it's not as cheap, not as many options. And it's like we stopped going, you know. Dude, I just realized we have been doing the back in my day shtick <laughs> this whole time. Like, yeah, well, we're thirty seven. We now, man. we are old men. We are grumpy old men now, and that sucks. I uh, I explained <laughs> what a video store was to my niece yeah. the other day. Yeah, because she didn't really understand it. Oh man, and I was like, well, 
we were walking out of Walmart, like I was saying on our last episode, and I pointed to a red box. I was like, that was the demise of the video store. Yeah. And she's like, I've never even used one of those. I'm just like. The red box? Yeah. Yeah. But like, think about that. You see those everywhere still. Mm -hmm. Have you ever seen anyone on one in the last like five years? There was one time, (laughs) one time I saw somebody walk up to one. I was like, oh, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, why? (laughs) (laughs) Right. It was big like 10 years ago. Yeah. I remember when they, when they first shot up, I was like, oh, that's awesome. Right. You don't realize like that's going to do away with the video store, which was on its way out with streaming. But it it was kind of crazy because uh, I was talking to her. I was like, you know, back in the day, we all like to go to the video store. She goes, you did or did, you know, everyone actually like, it's like, no, everyone liked it. It was a hop in place. Even my mom. I'm like, yes, even your mom like to go to the video store because that's where you saw the new movies. Yeah. That's where you could find stuff. And so I was uh, trying to explain to her, I was like, it was the coolest thing because there's movie posters up. They sold popcorn and candy. And mm-hmm. that's really the place where you saw the new movies. Right. Yeah. And could, you know, revisit the classics and stuff. And well, and that was also too, like it was underrated because mom and dad could go to one section. You could go to your own section and it was like, everybody and, could and find games. some in games. Everybody could find something they want and it would occupy everybody well and like if if my parents were looking at like an r-rated movie that they really wanted to watch Mm -hmm. well hey why don't you go get you a sega game oh really yeah because then they can watch their movie while you're playing a game all night exactly yeah and it was just such like the fun weekend thing let's go rent a movie like how cool is that and it's i don't know it just kind of sucks that that's gone now like and i get it like because the technology but like record players are back but i still say there should be like a even if it's a small doesn't have to be a big store at all, but just like a movie night store yeah. that has like all the candy from movie theaters, popcorn, all that stuff. And then like maybe memorabilia, like posters and shit like that. Yeah. Like, I think that would be a hit. Like, I think that would be a cool store. I think it would be too. It just, it's, it seems impractical. It would have to be such a small space to where you don't need to sell a whole lot. You know what I mean? To, yeah. to make a profit. It's kind of like the on 40 year old virgin. She has to sell your stuff on eBay store. And that looks like a super tiny store. Yeah. Well, yeah. the guy, the kid's like, I'm going to buy these. She's like, oh, we just sell them on eBay. He's like, well, can I just give you money for them? Yeah. And it's like, wouldn't that be easier if I just handed you money and I want these? Yeah. And it's, it's one of those weird things where like sometimes like I would love for VHS to come back right. in that capacity. Not that I like want to watch movies on tape, but mm-hmm. it was, that was a fun time, right? Like, yeah. There actually has been rumor of them relaunching certain movies on VHS, like as collector items yeah, for people like hang on their walls and stuff. And I think that's something that maybe they ought to look into is the collector items. Would that be something I'm not saying you would buy it necessarily, but if you saw that, like you're walking down Walmart and they had a Ninja Turtles movie on VHS. Yes. Would that be something you're like, oh, wow, that's cool. I would buy it. Would yes. you? Yes. And like display it or what? 100%. I mean, if, even if I don't display it, like proudly like that would be something i would hang on to because Just cause it's like wow that's really cool that's awesome yeah, yeah. And, but but i think of like stuff like you know uh i think of drew vinsel who loves physical media mm-hmm. you know what i mean like he, well, he loves horror movies and right and stuff yeah but like imagine if they which he i wouldn't be surprised if he already has it i haven't yeah, i know he's got a huge collection but like if they came out with like all the friday the 13th movies like on vhs as mm-hmm. a collector's oh, item, yeah. like i'm sure he'd jump at it you know what i mean like I know that that'd be something I would jump at too, which I'm sure all of them are already out on VHS. Well, if back in the day, right. old ones, but like stuff. if they came out with a new collector's edition of that or like a new case or whatever. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like the vinyl records. I, when that first kind of became a thing, it's like, 
because I saw Metallica ride the lightning at Walmart the other day. And it's like, wow, like I could buy that on a vinyl record. Yeah. I mean, I could stream that all on Spotify. Right. I could buy it on Apple. Yeah. But man, that's kind of cool. Right. And I think, is that the appeal there? Do we do we remake VCRs for people to watch these on VHS? Is that an appeal? I don't know. Yeah. Now maybe they sell VHS with a digital code. And I think I think you know they do that with DVDs already. Like that might be the the way in. When you buy a DVD, you get a digital code. You can get it on Vudu. And that, how cool would that be? Is if they're like you can get it like HDX, but also in like below standard edition, like VHS. Yeah. Like that would be kind of fun. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I, I don't know. That might be the way in. I mean, I'd, I'd be all about it. That way you don't have to open it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But I mean, at the same time, like people collect such weird things. Like that's maybe not that weird to people. I don't know. No. Yeah. I mean, I I think it's for certain uh, movies, maybe. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be you know every single movie, but like big box office attractions or something like that, or something that hits the nostalgic feels. I think it's all about it. Well, the one Ninja Turtles pops into my head. Another one because of the classic box art is the original Batman movie. Yeah. With the with just the logo. Yeah. I'm like, that that's that it's amazing. So. Is that my favorite Batman movie? Absolutely not. But the soundtrack's amazing. Yep. And just the visual of that logo is incredible. So, oh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I think it'd be great. I don't know. Kind of could be fun stuff. But anything else you want to add before we get out of here? I think that's it. Thank you guys for checking out Breaker and Bates Power Hour. Give a, give a listen and a follow to some of our podcasting buddies like the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. Uh, also, Scott's side project, Drunk Wrestling History. Doing the Favor with Eric and Barry, the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast with Steve and Eric, the Ringside Rant with RJ, the Leisure and Lariats Podcast with Ruthless Ryan Davidson, and the Marbles with Soda and Ethan. Boot to the Face with Marty and Rucker, Tales from the Estate with Drew Vensel and his wife Caitlin and the twins over there. I want to I want to know what Drew thinks about those barbecue chips. I want to know what he thinks about VHS tapes. Well, that's well. too. I'm, I'm sure... If like dude, I'm way more interested in VHS tapes and shitty barbecue. I want to know about the barbecue chips, damn it! Uh, but if I, I guarantee he'd be all about the VHS tapes if they came out. Well, I think if with the digital code, I think it wouldn't be that weird now. No, yeah, uh, like yeah, it I would agree. be like okay. Well, I can watch it digitally, and I don't have to open it, right? You know, but the thing is, is that you would probably have to open it to get the digital code. Well, that's a good point. Otherwise, somebody would steal the digital code. <laughs> Well, Walmart has that Instacart now. Yeah. So maybe not. Maybe not. I don't know. Who knows? Because I don't know if you've seen that or not, but as soon as it's scanned, it's in your account. Oh, okay. On Vudu. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Because um, I tried to test that. I bought uh, the Big Bang Theory. Yeah. One of the DVDs, and I tried to return it, and they took it out of my account. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. I was just hoping it would stay there. It did not. They, they, they saw me coming. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. Wow. Um. Wait, they let you return DVDs? It wasn't opened. Oh, okay. Got it. Insta- I don't even know if they still do that, but it would be like you scan it, and then I think you scan the receipt with your phone. Yeah. And it goes. It, went, it was like it might, available in your Voodoo account, Big Bang Theory Season 1. I'll oh, be damned. Awesome. Now it's like, I'll return that, and then I'll still have the digital. <laughs> nope, they saw that coming. They stole it right back from uh, you. They did. Bastards. Bastards. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, also, check out uh, Wreck My Podcast with Jordan Zeilinger and his crew. Uh, Trivia with Buds with our pal Ryan Buds. Howling with the Wolf with Jason Wolf. Pulling up a chair with our buddy Tim at a chair shot. And then, of course, Night of the Nerdy Laser Podcast with Richard Yule. And uh, Tots with Al Day. Also, check out uh, No Holds Barred with Bill Benis mm-hmm. whenever that may return. I've been I've been holding out on him. Just, 
I told him February breaker, like early it's, February. It's like already almost March. It's yeah. I've, I've been holding out on him. Wow. Making him sweat. That's not good. And he sweats a lot already. I bet he does. <laughs> I bet he does. You know, I do know. Unfortunately. Uh, also check out TB toy cast every Thursday with me and Travis Fowler. And then my new show, uh, the Saturday morning rumble wheel every Saturday morning with me and Daniel cross talking all things. Nostalgia. Yep. Uh, Bane's music. You can find on Apple or Spotify, wherever you get your tunes. And our t-shirts at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Brian Breaker, BBPH.RedBubble.com, and Watermaneuver.net. Search by store for uh, Breaker Remains Power Hour, TB Toycast. Bane has a store. Dobro has a store. GBM has a store. Check out all the cool stores over there on Watermaneuver. Anything else, man? That's it. Thank you guys for checking out uh, Breaker Remains Power Hour. I'm Brian Breaker. I'm Bane. We'll see you guys in seven days. Peace. Easy. Yeah. One more time. <laughs> it ain't over till I say it's over. So lock the cage up, cause this is a takeover. The wait's over. If this the final time we meet, then you'll be on your back on my feet. Then I'll tip the cage over as a hangover. I'm super fly, so I can splash off the top. And I can shut down the shop. Like Randy Savage, I'm the cream of the crop. And I'm always gonna rise to the top. People's champ like the rock. I do not give a fuck, so let that shit drop. Man, I'm so over. Double pistols. What'd you think? It's good. It was really good. Pretty good. That son of a bitch, Eric Barker. You son of a bitch. Can't dig it. Nailed it. Nailed it. Perfect. Put, put it on the internet.